G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Foundations. But one of the things that they would do when they got to school was they'd be given a little slate where they would learn their Hebrew letters. But the rabbi would take a little dollop of honey and pop it on the slate. And then he would read to them. Foundations. Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. On today's program, we're going to be learning some of the Jewish traditions regarding teaching children about the Word of God, some of the customs that would remain with them throughout their entire lives. And if we think about little kids heading off to school for the first day, it's quite a special moment, oftentimes for mum and dad more than the kids. I can remember my kids going to school and thinking they're just... They don't even fit their hats. Mm, that's know? right. Their you're bags back- are bigger than them. <laughs> I was going to say, their backpacks are so big and yeah. they look so little. And yeah. it's like, no, let me keep them home for a bit longer. Yeah, they just right. look too little. But they do grow up and they grow into their bags and into their hats and all that sort of thing. And yeah, they, uh, they learn some uh, very important things at school. They do. And actually, it's been kind of fun to learn a little bit about the Jewish tradition, particularly like the ancient tradition for uh, children when they would go to school. And um, I can remember a number of years ago being at the Western Wall and there was this this line of all these little tiny kindy boys and they all were wearing little paper crowns on their mm-hmm. heads and then they were taken by their uh, teachers. It was a Hasidic Jewish school and they were taken up to the wall with their teachers for the very first time to pray at the wall. Wow. It was really exciting for them. And they got their very first copy of the first book of the Bible, Genesis or Bereshit in Hebrew. And that was like that was like gold. It was mm. the most special yeah. thing because it's the most sacred thing that they could ever be given, the Word of God. And um, uh, we were talking to our guide and he was a Messianic Jew and I can remember him saying that he looks at that and he has mixed feelings because he knows those children will be taught Judaism but not to know that the word of God that mm. they've got in their hands all points to Yeshua. Um, at the same time, he's got this lump in his throat looking at these kids who are going to be taught how sacred the word of God is, yeah. you know, which doesn't happen to most people. Mm. Yeah, that's right. So for children in ancient uh, Jewish culture and, and, and today in religious uh, Jewish schools, the children, uh, they f- their first level of schooling was called Beit Sefer. And they would be taken from right about the age of six through to the age of 12. And they would attend school at the synagogue where they would read and write. And the textbook that they had was the Torah, the first five books of the Bible. And they would be taught their education from the Bible. And the purpose was that the children would come face to face with the law and they would understand how they were supposed to live. And get this, between the ages of 5 and 12, they would learn verbatim, word for word, every book of the first five books mm, of the Bible. That's amazing. Off, off by heart, yeah. you know. And uh, and then if, once they had finished that first 
level of schooling, most of them would go home and they would take on the trade of their dad, whatever it was, a stonemason, because that was the primary building material Mm -hmm. at that time, or they could have been a baker, or they might have been a potter, whatever. Whatever dad did, they would do. Mm. Little girls, they would be raised by their mums to keep house, grow vegetables, care for the animals, sew, um, look after a home and get prepared to be a a wife and mother Mm. themselves. But boys, they'd take on the role of, they'd be apprentice to their dad. Whatever his trade, they'd get it. But one of the things that they would do when they got to school was they'd be given a little slate where they would learn their Hebrew letters. But Mm -hmm. the rabbi would take a little dollop of honey and he'd pop it on the slate. And then he would read to them from, from the Psalms about the honeycomb. You know that yeah, well, that's a Yeah, that's a great verse, isn't it? That's um, uh, 19, 9 and 10. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true. They are righteous altogether. They are more desirable than gold, yes, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the drippings of the honeycomb. So while the rabbi, is that, that's great, and mm. while he's reading that verse to them, they'd be tasting the honey that yeah. had been put little dollop wow. on there. So as, as soon as they would taste the sweetness, they'd associate it with the sweetness of God's word mm. and the life that comes from because honey is like gives life and vibrance. Yeah. And so uh, I thought that was fascinating. So I, I did a little more research on that, and I found that in Germany in the 12th century, Around the Feast of Shavuot, we call that the Feast of Pentecost, there was Rabbi Eleazar of Worms. Now, Worms was the name of a town. It <laughs> it's a strange town, me. though. <laughs> well, there was a, remember, there was a, a letter that came out of medieval times called the Diet of Worms mm-hmm. from the church. I used to think it was a Diet of Worms. <laughs> it was actually a document from the city of Worms. Anyway, so they wrote about this custom that their ancestors would bring children to learn for the very first time. Um, the word of God around Shavuot and they did it then because that was a celebration of the giving of the law on Mount Sinai mm-hmm. and what they did was um, apparently uh, some communities did this some just did the honey but they would give um, a little honey cake to the children and then they would um, on the honey cake itself it used to say the Lord God gave me a skilled tongue to know and that's mm. actually based on Isaiah 50. And so the children would eat this knowing that God is going to help me to know what his word says so I can live it. And then apparently they gave them a boiled egg as well because it <laughs> helps, them, helps them to remember. Eating while you're learning, that sounds great to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I guess it does actually. I mean, you think about it. I know even in schools these days, they'll oftentimes have like a breakfast program. Yes. Because food actually is important for learning because if you're learning on an empty stomach, it, you you know, not much is going in. Exactly. So I, th- I thought that was really fantastic. Uh, but there were different levels to the school learning. So once they'd done gone through that first bet affair, um, the best of the best were then handpicked to go on for a few more years from about the age um, of 13 to 15, and that was called Beit Midrash. Now, this is amazing because from that time to the age of 15 through Beit Midrash, they would learn to recite verbatim every word of the Old Covenant, the wow. whole of the Tanakh. That's amazing. Yeah. So by the time they reached the age of 15, they could quote every word of the Mm. Bible. Wow, that is amazing. Uh, And then after that, they'd go and, oh, by the way, while they were learning all of that, they were also learning the trade of their father at the same time. Wow. And then after that, they would then go and work alongside their father in the trade, playing the family trade. But if they were especially gifted, they would be handpicked by the rabbi to become one of his 
disciples, a mm. student, a Talmudim is what they were called. And he would have them with him teaching them for the next 15 years solid wow. training. And that's where they would learn everything. So they'd already learned all of the scripture verbatim, but they would learn everything that the rabbi knew, every nuance, every word, every habit and behavior. That's where we got the term walking in the dust of our rabbi. They, yeah, would, they right. would live, eat, and breathe everything about the rabbi to follow him. And then essentially by the time they finished at the age of 30, they would be a rabbi. Jesus started his ministry at the age of 30. So you've got to wonder whether that's sort of the process that he had gone through uh, in the years preceding, because the Bible doesn't really give much detail, no, it does it? It says that he grew with favor with both God and men, so he maybe he was handpicked. Mm-hmm. We don't know. It doesn't say. But yeah, by the time he was 30, he was off to go and find his own disciples. Mm-hmm. And we don't know really what level of education the disciples have. I mean, for all intents and purposes, if tradition is tradition and that's what they did, they would have all gone through Beit Sefer, at least. Yeah, because I guess obviously the ones that we know were fishermen, for example. Um, They may not have been through that rabbinic school, but others, I mean, you've got, you know, Matthew was a a Levite, so I mean, he may well have. You just never know. Well, yeah, actually, because if you read his gospel, it's pretty detailed and Mm. pretty intense and very, like, Jewish in its yes. theology and so, yeah. so it's possible we don't know but what we do know is that they had basically not a 15 year course with their rabbi they had a three year crash mm, course yeah. with their rabbi and you know what the really beautiful thing is that um, they really did understand the sweetness of the word of God because they were face to face with the living word of That's God right, every yeah. single day and they saw how he treated people how he ministered healed restored liberated and we were so graciously compassionate to everybody. They learn firsthand just how sweet the Word of God is. Well, that brings today's program to a close, but a reminder that you can listen back to today's episode and others that you might have missed via our website or your favorite podcast app. Just search Foundations with Mandy and Robbo to find it or go to the website vision.org.au forward slash foundations. We invite you to join us again next time. And if there's a topic that you'd like us to discuss on a future program, I encourage you to get in touch with us via the website vision.org.au forward slash foundations. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.